Today on People with Passion for Pets, we talk to Erin Mastrobitro. To help their dog James, Erin and her partner Michael set out to create pet-safe CBD products and created their company Dope Dog. Well, hi, Erin. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Well, we're very, very excited to have you. Erin, um, you uh, and your partner created Dope Dog which That's is a right. CBD product for, for pets. And um, I was telling you earlier, when, when I came across your website and when I came across your product, uh, I really felt that uh, you were perfect for our show because you created your product out of the love for your dogs. Will you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. So as our, you know, being pet parents, we kind of had the experience um, of looking for an alternative for our boy, James. So he he's now 11, but at the time he was, he was in his younger years and he had surgery on his, um, ACLs, I don't, um, his back knees basically. And he had double surgery. And upon recovery, the vet prescribed him some anti-inflammatory medicines, which were helping, but long-term not a good move. Um, he would have had to have his liver checked and it just didn't seem like a sustainable long-term solution for him. Cause he wasn't, he was still young at the time. Um, so we started treating him, Michael, my, um, fiance actually in two months, we're getting married, but at the time we were just dating. And so we were experimenting ourselves with CBD and found a lot of benefits in, um, non-psychoactive cannabis. So we were using it for ourselves and we ended up trying, um, it on James and helping him recover from surgery with that. Um, and luckily we were actually able to wean him off those meds slowly. And he's, he's fine now he's 11 years old and he can keep up with our other dogs. So we were really impressed with the way that CBD helped him. Um, and we could give it to him every day and feel, you know, good about it. We knew he, he wasn't going to be damaging his liver. There's little to no side effects with it. So we were impressed, but at the time this was like back in 2016, 17, um, there wasn't as many dog products out there specifically designed for dogs with CBD. We were honestly giving him our own. Um, so that's basically how the calming crunchy was born, which is our, which was our first product. So we made this treat for our, for our dog, James, who's very picky. So we had to make sure not only did it work and was like, well, you know, well-tested lab tested CBD, but the treat itself had to be good. And so we kind of just, we didn't really think it, we never thought we'd go into you know, pet entrepreneurship together, let alone like with your significant other. Um, and we just made the, the treat and went out to the community and kind of got feedback from local pet stores. And um, we're based in Los Angeles. So we do a lot of work with rescues and pet stores here. And the response was overwhelming. We realized there's a lot of dogs out there struggling from not only like post-surgery recovery, but also anxiety is a huge one. So we have our second dog who like, you know, is using CBD for other reasons. And it's just, it needed to come out to the pet parents and be like a easy form of CBD that we can trust and use long-term. So that's how Dope Dog was born. That was back in 2017. And we've had so much fun meeting so many cool people and helping a lot of dogs along the way. That's really awesome. And yeah, you know, we've, uh, we've learned a lot about CBD uh, in the past, because uh, kind of like you, we had a, an elderly dog or a dog that we didn't want to have on regular medication, because it was, it had really bad effects on him. And yeah, so quite noticeable. Yeah. Effect, yeah. So where you where you really realize, you know, that's not even a dog anymore, you know, he's, 
has no joy in life because he's on these medications. So, um, you know, we, we use your product. Oh, look at you got the, got your crunchies over there. Good. Yeah. So our dogs definitely love them, but, uh, yeah. So, you know, one of the things I guess that we noticed too, is that, you know, there's a difference between, um, CBD that it might be made for humans because it might, because it doesn't taste that great. It might have some sweetness in it, which may not be good for your dog. Right. And so your product is specifically for pets. Yeah. So we found out, you know, with James being picky, um, actually, I mean, he's not even that picky, but if we put, um, some of the human CBDs that we would put on, if they have any trace of THC, not only do you want to avoid that, um, because dogs can't tell you if they're feeling weird up in, you mm-hmm. know, in their minds, yeah. but the smell and the, t- you know, that funky, like, you know, skunk weed smell, like they don't, they're onto you with that. So we, <laughs> like, <laughs> they know, they know when you're trying to give yeah. them something, even if they, yeah. you know, it's going to make them feel better. They're like, nah, mom. So the isolate that we use is odorless and tasteless. So the dogs are going to just enjoy their biscuit, which is limited ingredient, really delicious stuff. And they're not going to get that whiff of cannabis. Um, but they're just getting the active CBD, which is what we want because that's, what's going to reduce inflammation, relax, help with the anxiety. So, um, that's kind of the formula. We actually had it, our same formula since the very beginning. Um, so we're sticking with what works. That's good. And yeah. you were talking about the, the, the smell of your dogs. It's so funny. We have a, uh, a mini Aussie that wife, will put green beans in there and he'll eat the food and spit the green beans back out. Smarty I mean, it's, pants. It's just, yeah, it's pretty funny. You know, you mix it with the dog food thinking he'll just take it now. He'll clean it off and spit it out. But he's so yeah, funny you know, because he'll he'll take them out and put them to the side. And then, you know, <laughs> and then so you guys her. know this is not, I do not want these. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what part do you not understand here? <laughs> oh my gosh. Dogs are just too clever. So yeah, you have to make something. You can't just give them anything. You have to make sure they're going to want to take it forever, you know, and like it or as long as they need, they need it. And that's the thing too, right? If it's if it's something that they enjoy taking, they 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 take it very easily. And I'm sure every dog owner out there has had it where they had to give medication to their dog, and you you put it in peanut butter, yeah, and they yeah. lick the peanut butter off and spit the tablet <laughs> out, and you know. So there's yeah, this is really great because dogs do like it. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing too, it's like, it has, you know, when CBD first was prevalent, you know, it had a little bit of a medicinal vibe, like, you know, the oil tinctures, which we do have. Um, but sometimes dogs are like, you know, what is that? You know, or the, the, the pet parents, like, gosh, I don't know how to deal with this. So starting with the treat form, which is something we already do with our dogs, we give them their morning treat their after their walk treat. It's something we're familiar with. So knowing that you can get the ingredients, you know, for whatever their wellness routine is with their treat. That's kind of why we started with it. And then we've since expanded the line to just like, you know, help with all the different things that we've been hearing our customers needing it for. Like some dogs do need a higher dose. Um, it helps a lot with epilepsy, which is, I've heard so many amazing stories. Like I get customers calling me like this changed my dog's life, blah, blah. blah. So, um, there's a lot of exciting research around, um, CBD specifically for epilepsy, but in those cases, you're going to want to up the dose. And that's when those oils come in really handy. So we have like our unflavored oil, like salmon, stuff like that. So you can get it, you know, depending on your dog, you can get it right in their mouth or you kind of hide it in something. Um, but like having the option of how you want to administer it, whether it's a you know casual treat or, you know, a more serious high dose. And then, um, that is what we're, we're all about making it easy for the pet parent who might not be familiar with cannabis, you know, cause that was kind of what, situation we were in, Michael and I were like, gosh, you know, like we're not totally well-versed with this. So we, you know, did our research and figured out like what would be the most, 
um, beneficial for the dog and easy for us to use. Well, and I guess one of the things I, I like about CBD and, and hemp oil is that you can't really overdose, right? I mean, it's a natural product. Um, certainly, you want to find the right dosage for your mm-hmm. dog, but mm-hmm. it's not like something else where you could have some real adverse effects. This this really has no known negative side effects. Is that correct? No, no. I mean, maybe they'd be a little sleepy, but yeah, you can give it in very high doses. And actually the, the few studies that they've done specifically on dogs, um, the dosing there is very high. So, cause they really want to see, like, they really want to mark down, okay, yes, this actually did reduce the arthritis in these dogs. And it's a very high dose. So when I talk to customers about that, our biggest question is often like, how much do I give my dog? And it always comes, obviously every dog is different, but it will come down to the weight of the dog. And I always say, start on the low end because if you can, you know, give them less and it will last longer and it works great. Um, but then a lot of dogs need a little bit more and you, you don't need to be afraid of, you know, upping the dose and kind of figuring out what works. Um, but yeah, it's just like humans, like Michael can take a tiny bit of CBD and he's like, Oh my gosh, I feel so relaxed. I'm so tired. And I'm like, I don't feel anything, you know, I need to maybe have a little bit something else in there too. So everyone's got to figure out what works. And it is good because they're, as far as treats, you were talking about the treats, it's actually a, a, a better thing now because a lot of the dog treats in the olden days, the dog treats weren't good for the dog. They tasted oh gosh, yeah. good. Yeah. And so we, when people wanted to train their dog with the treats, it wasn't actually good for them, but it was, it was like for humans, you know, it's full of sugar or whatever, you know, and, and now you can actually use healthy treats for training and not have to worry about, you know, am I hurting my dog? Yeah. I think that, yeah, the pet industry has evolved so much and now it's mm-hmm. just like the standard, like, I mean, you, you can't be putting those crappy fillers in like no pet parent. I mean, most pet parents yeah. now are really savvy yeah, and yeah. we're, yeah. And so you can't, you can't really, yeah, you can't give the dogs crap. You can't make, it's just not gonna, um, it's not a good long-term option. So, um, we're lucky now, now these dogs, the dogs are so spoiled. They all get like the best stuff. Like our treats are human grade. Like I've, I've eaten them, the peanut butter ones. So they're right, you right. Know, top, they're top notch. Right. And that's like all, yeah. The, because when your dogs are your children, you know, we're at that age where right now we don't have children. So you're giving them the very best. And exactly. And it, it, it is a, it is a good feeling when uh, I know when wifey feeds the dogs, she'll put the kibbles in the thing and then they'll look at the kibbles and then look at her like, excuse me, you're missing a part, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So she'll have to put a couple of little uh, on top of it and then they'll Special eat things. all the food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's so cute though when they look at it and then they go, there's a little more you hold it out <laughs> yeah. on me. Yeah. It's very cute. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's good for the dog. So it's, it's very cute. It's a good feeling. Like you said, yeah. you know, take care of the kids. Yeah. And I, I think the dogs are going to live a lot longer because of, you know, we're setting them up for success at a young age and there's a lot of, you know, long-term natural options for when they are aging. So I think we can expect to keep them around for longer, which is great. And there's two good things with that too, is you can start it as, as you obviously know, as you start the supplements, the healthy supplements while they're healthy and not wait until you notice something wrong and then try to fix that problem. So it's yeah. a, it's, sometimes it's a leap of faith for, for parents to do that, to go, okay, I don't know if I'm wasting my money, but you can think of it two way, keep your dog healthy and don't have a problem or give your dog a treat. And I would give my dog a treat anyway. So give them something that they enjoyed that would help them. You yeah. Know? Because sometimes people will wait till they notice something wrong and then start pulling out band-aids and how can I fix it? You know, and it's a little, it's tougher on the dog if you wait until you notice something than to just take care of it now. 
Absolutely. I mean, similar to human health, like I, you know, yep. trying to be proactive now. So you're not like going, you know, we're trying to reverse damage that you've done. So exactly. that makes total sense. Well, yeah. mm-hmm. great. So I want to uh, talk a little bit about your fur babies. So one of the things I loved is I was um, looking at your website and um, the dogs are actually the chief treat officer and the chief uh, bargaining executive. Bargaining. Yeah, so that is right. That is right. And our, our bargaining, um, our, bar- our bargaining agent, Zoe, she's on the couch behind me. Um, Keep it in eye on you. Oh, look at it. It's so cute. Oh, look at the face. Oh, that's cute. That's funny. Okay, okay. That face is cute. Yeah, she's always keeping an eye on me. And then um, James was who I was speaking about earlier, um, our chief treat officer, because he had to taste test everything. And he was who we designed Dope Dog for. Um, James is now 11. Michael uh, got James um, actually off of Craigslist. He rescued him online, which is really unique. Um, we, we do a lot of work with rescues, but finding a dog available on Craigslist, I thought was interesting, but I'm glad he saved him and got him. So he had James before we met. Um, and then Zoe, we actually adopted from a local rescue here in Los Angeles called Wags and Walks. And they were our impact partner in 2019. So every year we choose a partner to donate 1% of all sales to and kind of do ongoing events to make more of an impact with one, with one rescue for the whole year. And so we love them. We did a lot of events and we got Zoe from Wags and Walks and she's an alumni now of them. And her sister actually lives here in LA too. And they have play dates. So that's been amazing to have like the whole community there where we got her and, and yes, they do get along. But at first Zoe was kind of like a little, she still is mischievous, but um, <laughs> we like to say she keeps James young. Cause he's kind of grumpy old guy now. I mean, he's, he's got his mobility back a little bit, but he's still like, you know, you know, a little grumpy and Zoe's just like always wanting to play with him running around. I mean, yeah. Um, so yeah, she's a little, she's a little sassy girl and we love them so much. And they, they eat a lot of dope dog. Um, they're definitely our mascots and we wouldn't have it any other way. That's awesome. That's cool. So do you, uh, do you get out and about with them? What are some of your, uh, favorite things to do with your dogs? Yeah. I mean, we were kind of big walkers, like every lunch break. We do a lot of walks in the neighborhood. We actually live behind the LA river and there's a bike path there. So we'll do longer walks along the river. Um, they're not too keen on water. There's not much water in the LA river anyway, but, um, they like to, you know, go on long walks with us. And then Zoe, um, has some play dates. So a lot of my friends that have dogs will do like different play dates at people's houses, um, to kind of socialize her and stuff, but, um, and hikes. Yeah. They're, they get really lazy. They're both pit bulls. I don't know if I mentioned that, but, um, you know, after a mile walk, they're kind of like panting and they need like a little breather. So I wouldn't say they're the most agile, uh, adventurous dogs. So they're really good at cuddling, to be honest. Like Zoe sleeps with us and she's the ultimate cuddler. So if anyone out there has a pit bull, you know, this, they love, yeah. they're just so amazing at that. So <laughs> that's her forte. Unfortunately, they weigh a little bit more than a lap dog, mm-hmm. but they don't care, do they? No, no. So yeah, James is 80 pounds. Um, yeah, thinks he's a lap dog, such a licker. And then Zoe, she actually, we thought she'd be 70, 80, but she's 45 pounds. She kind of is that smaller small stocky pit bull. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. she's actually, you know, you can, I can still just barely carry her and she does fit in the lap a little bit better than James, but That's yeah. Funny. 
it is kind of funny how they 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 make a lap out of a non-lap. <clears throat> so if you sit down across your legs, it really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. They're still you in your lead. lap and yeah, they just like, okay, make some lap here for mm-hmm. me. Yeah, they just yeah. want to be touching you. It's so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. so cool. And you guys have an Aussie and any other ones or just the Aussie right now? And a Jack Russell. We've got a, oh. a mini Aussie and a Jack Russell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. yeah, Heidi, she is our uh, little adventure dog. Yeah. Well, they both yeah. are, but Heidi is definitely the little sassy one that yeah. she's yeah. 11. She's also 11 years old, but um you know she doesn't yeah. show it she doesn't show it one bit i mean she still acts like she yeah. was when she was a puppy and That's she gets awesome. the benefit of she's our research dog too because when we find when we find people and we get products your dogs try that so they they expect a little treat of something somewhere mm-hmm. all the time so they're lucky taste cool. testers they are yeah it's it's very cute but yeah little heidi is uh She's my little girl, you know, it's, 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 mm. she's pretty cute, but she is a total Jack Russell, you know, where you got to keep an eye on her all the time, you know, don't go over that hole, you know. They're almost like too smart because they're trying to, they're, I had a Jack Russell growing up and he would be like a runner. Like he'd always go try to find something in the yard or try oh, yeah, to get yeah. out. So yeah. yeah. And we've that. had two since day one. Matter of fact, the wifey taught me quite well about Jack because most of the dogs are not cruisers, you know, Heidi is a cruiser because like a, a tracking dog they want to go find something so it's yeah. it was hard for me to you know reel her in so to speak because most of the mm-hmm. dogs you know they'll go out 20 feet and come back like the they'll Aussie come back. yeah yeah the Aussie will go out and he'll go out 20 feet turn around you know and 20 feet turn around and you don't have to say anything Heidi will just go 20 30 mm-hmm. 40, like I'm on a 50. mission <laughs> well the biggest thing with Heidi is that we had to because we hike a lot and our dogs when possible are off leash and one of the things I taught her is that she has to stay on the trail and she has to stay where I can see her. So when the trail goes around a corner, you'll see her. She's like way up there and then she stops. You'll see a little head back. pop over. Yeah, she's she like, okay, back. I can still see you. But, you know, the one thing that we had to uh, avoid with her is she, you can't let her go off trail because then she'll see a rabbit or a skunk and then yeah. she's she's gone. You know, she's, she's after it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and that's what you would prefer to do is just go cruising, go cross country. But like I said, that's one thing that I learned is, you know, just stay on the trail because the trail is a lot safer than, and a lot of places we go that there are bears and, you know, rattlesnakes and rattlesnakes in Arizona and and mountain lions here in in South Dakota. So it's, it's a little concerning because uh, it's a good feeling now that we just keep her close by because you know, she could chase what she thinks is a deer and go go to a wolf or something, which has yeah. happened. So it's we totally understand where you're coming from. You know, it's, you got to keep safety them first. Safe. That's yeah. It's our job to keep them safe. You know, it's not theirs; it's ours. Yeah. 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 Training comes in. Yeah, training's a big ish, a big thing, and it sounds like you've got her um, doing really well, staying on the path. I, I don't know if I yeah, can say yeah. the same for Zoe. She's still learning. <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably don't have a whole lot of, well, maybe, I don't know, bears and mountains. Well, they do that in California. They, you got they quite a bit of wildlife, right? There was one coyote incident, I'll say. We saw it was in the early morning and she went after it, but I got her. Um, but yeah, not as much. Like we've got, you know, a little bit here and there, coyotes, but mm-hmm. we're not in the total wilderness. So, well, yeah. and your dogs are a good size too. When we had Jaeger, he was, you know, 95 pounds. I never worried about him, exactly. but right, you know, right. Heidi's 10, 10 pounds. And it's like, oh gosh, you know, she gets close yeah. to something. I'll just pick her up and carry her yeah, off. Exactly. 
Well, I did want to talk about one more thing that I noticed, which I had never heard before. You actually also use your uh, CBD uh, in a dog shampoo, which that's really exciting. Yes. I forgot to mention that. Our, yeah, our, um, yeah, we've got the treat line, the oil line, and then the shampoo kind of came about because a lot of, even before we got Zoe, a lot of customers, um, they had like, you know, itchy skin, whether it was from allergies or environmental, it's always hard to pin down, but the ultimate uh, issue was itchiness and inflammation. And so CBD can work topically as well to help kind of bring down that inflammation, which is oftentimes the cause of, uh, or the, um, just kind of the repercussions of having allergies. So yeah, we developed a, a really lovely shampoo with CBD called Soothing Suds. Um, so it's a yummy like lavender oatmeal and it smells delicious. And then the added CBD just helps even more so with the calming. So just lathering it up with, it's just like a special like spa bath if you want to like treat your dog at home. And we have a lot of grooming shops that love it. And they kind of like, they add it to their like grooming package and it's really lovely. It doesn't calm them down, um, in their, you know, in their mind, but it helps topically. So it's a nice, like double thing. So you want to continue, use the treats, but then the shampoo is like, um, more of a, a topical specific. Yeah. So we got a little something for everyone. If you, so if you, you know, you're curious or you haven't tried CBD, like we wanted to make it very approachable, easy, fun, and just stuff you'd all already do with your dog. You know, you give your dog a bath. So why not add a little, little something extra? Absolutely. So where can our um, audience, where can they find your products? Yeah. So dope.dogs, our website. Um, you can find us there um, and learn more about us. We're also on Instagram at dope dog treats. And, you know, if you reach out to us on DM or on the website, it's Michael and I, we're here. We've got a really small team and we'd love to talk to you and answer any questions you have about your dog or CBD or anything. So yeah, dope.dog. And we actually made a special promo code for the listeners here. Um, MCS dog will get you 20% off on any CBD products awesome. at dope dog. So I want everyone to have the opportunity to try it. Um, and don't hesitate to reach out to myself or Michael. And then we're about to launch a dope dog podcast, um, which is going to be, it's going to be like powered by dope dog, but it's just going to be bite-sized like dog news. So every like, kind of like yours, like I like these like short and sweet nuggets. So it's just going to be like 15 minutes of like your weekly dog news. Cause we felt like that was missing in the podcast world. There's a lot of like interview style. Um, so we, we're going to try something new with that. Um, but yeah, that, that's, and then we, we always crop them up and put them on YouTube, similar to what you guys have been doing. And everyone's so sweet in the pet industry. And we're kind of like, pet and cannabis and like everyone's so nice in the cannabis industry, but we, we align more with the dog industry. Cause that's kind of just more our interest. Um, but yeah, I loved how your website is kind of a, a resource for all things. You've got the training on there and everything. And I mean, that's what it's really all about. Cause everyone's just trying to be like the best pet parent that they can be. So, um, that's really awesome. Thank you, thank you Aaron. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you for joining us today on People with Passion for Pets. We're Jim and B. Walker, and we share the adventure of life with our dog Apollo and Heidi. For more adventure videos, check out our YouTube channel, Modern Canine Vlog, or visit our website, www.mcs.dog. And until next time, keep your paws on the road. <laughs>